We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. My name is Tyler. Today, I'm joined by a special guest. It's Uriah Leatawa, the defensive lineman from BYU. Uriah, Lopa Leatawa, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Awesome. Sounds good. And listen, we're a Chargers podcast, so I have to get the obvious out of the way. If I'm not mistaken, you are a Chargers fan, grew up a Chargers fan. So A, how's that going? B, would you have switched teams if you had known you'd watch a very unlucky franchise for all these years? (laughs) Um, I, uh, I wouldn't switch. I've been loyal. <laughs> I have picked up another team though. I okay. Just, yeah. So well, who is it? I've who grown up a, a Chargers fan though, for sure. They're yeah. the closest team when I, uh, of course when I started getting into football at the time. Yeah. Makes sense. Who's the new team you've picked up? The Rams. Oh, okay. Was I just gotta a... stay local, bro. I'm a big local yeah. kid. So yeah, I know. Completely a... understand. Completely understand. Um, so that was recent when they moved to Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. So something the Chargers really struggled with this year, I don't know if you still watch the games at all, but one of the things they struggled with this, this year quite a bit was stopping the run. And we've talked with Chargers nose tackle Braden Fajoko, or if you watch or follow Sean Merriman on Twitter, they talk yeah. about how stopping the run is really a mindset more than anything. So what does that belief mean to you for someone who plays in the trenches, obviously? And how do you unlock that mindset? Um, as an undersized, uh, in my defense, I'm considered an undersized, uh, DN. Yeah. Um, that's something that you just gotta be, be gritty with our, our, our mm. coach calls it relishing. And that's oh, something that's that I, I've learned here in Utah is that at BYU, we play a physical football game. Mm. Um, we, we're known to be a, a very physical team and, um, that was just something you just gotta learn is just to relish. How relish your role as a player? Um, we we focus a lot on how to how to just do all the dirty work and just eat up all yeah. these uh, blocks so that nice. we can uh, open up room for our linebackers to make plays. I love it. I love it. Hopefully the Chargers improve with that this year. So I got to transition. Then you grew up in Compton, California, obviously, and according to my one Google search, you had offers from Stanford, USC, UCLA. It sounds like. So why BYU? Because my co-host Steven is he's Mormon and he went to yeah. Utah and he says that it could probably not be any different going from Compton to BYU. So what was it about BYU that drew you there? Was it just because it was such a shift from where you grew up, I would assume? 
Um, yeah, I think I liked it really for the scheme. Um, mm, okay. I'm all I'm also LDS, so yeah, I helped play a part in it. But I was leaning towards uh, going to Stanford as well. Mm, One thing that mm. really uh, helped me a lot was actually the scheme when I signed. Um, oh, okay. I was a big fan of their three, four outside linebacker position, mm. their position. Yeah. And that was something that was really intriguing to me when I was coming out of high school. So gotcha. After I finished my mission, um, Kalani and them replaced the old staff. But uh, as I spoke with Kalani, he was able to convince me, and I just fell in love with the culture that he was setting. At BYU. Yeah. It was just different. No, that's fantastic. That's that's great to hear. That's, that's awesome. Uh, so I do have to ask you then, about one game because my co-host even did go to Utah. Uh, he does not like BYU. I'm sure you feel the same way about Utah to a certain point. So in that game, the game where you guys won, was there a point in that game where you just knew that you had them? Because I watched the replay. I didn't watch the game live. I watched the replay of it and you see you guys get an interception, a fumble recovery. You guys stop them on fourth down. And it feels like you really have something against this ranked team. And yeah. the BYU crowd, just from the audio, sounds like it was going nuts and totally on fire. Yeah. So talk about that experience. And was there a point where you knew that you guys had them and you were going to beat them for the first time since 2009? Um, shoot. No, there there wasn't a point until like the last like 10 seconds. I don't think oh, so. Okay. But yeah, it, it's crazy. So like two, three years ago, we actually were in the same situation where we we're up yeah. by like 21 oh, against wow. Utah no at home. And we blew oh, that lead. <laughs> no. And they beat us. And like the streak continued the next year. And yeah. then we played them this year. And it was like the biggest monkey off of our back. Everyone knew it. Um, I remember speaking with our like our running back Tyler. He's like my roommate. And we were like, Man, we were so tight until the end of the game. So yeah, that game was wow. crazy though. We I actually work out with a, a couple of their players oh, in yeah? Utah for the our our pro day. Yeah. <laughs> I still kind of rub it in their face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. And then I watched one interview. Someone did a post-game interview with you and you're pretty emotional. It seemed like after that game, it obviously meant a lot to you guys. So that's, that's yeah. great. All another thing I found just looking at interviews and stuff from you. One of my favorite things that I found is that your could have gone any direction with this answer, but your pump up music and choice for music, if I'm not mistaken, are love songs like Whitney oh, Houston, yeah. Uh, you know, I have nothing. I will always love you. All that stuff. But I completely get that. I don't I wouldn't use it to pump myself up. But if I'm studying, there's just something about like the power of love. Like you just unlock something in your brain that's very different. When did that start for you? Does anybody else do that? Is there anybody else you know that does that? Um, I I think some of my uh, teammates uh, do that. Yeah. It started for me because, um, you know, the butterflies, you know, sometimes you just get <laughs> these like butterflies. Yeah. And some people like to just rock it out with trap music. I love yeah. trap music. That's what I listen to a lot. But there's something about like being really calm that I need. Okay. And I feel like besides Samoan music, yeah, uh, love music is, does that for me like all the time. <laughs> wow, that is. I've never seen a player have. That. I mean, maybe I guess there are more players and they don't discuss this as much. But that's so interesting. So you got Whitney Houston, obviously. Who else is on that love playlist? Uh, we got, I don't know, we got a lot of country songs out of that. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if, I, I had, because I agree, totally get it. So who would that be? Who's your, who's your country go-to for that? Right now, one of my favorite country artists is Morgan Wallen. I never okay. listened to country before I came out here, but Utah yeah. changed me. Morgan Wallen's a good one. 
I like Luke Combs. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of Samoan music I consider love songs. Okay. Yeah. So it. just a lot of R&B too. Yeah. No, that's a very interesting mindset actually to, to get calm and more focused like that. That's very interesting. So, yeah. okay. So obviously, you know, you're, you're pivoting to, you know, the NFL draft right now. What may come, may come of that. I believe you're also trying to, I, I don't know if you've taken the LSAT, but you're trying to get into law school, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And you know, at this point in your life, you really like just going through the history and, you know, obviously I've, I've never met you. I haven't really followed your career, obviously, but looking through everything that you've done, you've accomplished so much at such a young age. I said as someone who's 26, um, but you know, yeah. I know that your parents were such a big part of that, allowing you to focus on school. It says you got a 4.3 GPA in high school. And I can relate to that. I have, you know, parents who have allowed me to do the same sort of thing for myself where I got, I mean, I did pick up a job, but I never had to pick up odd jobs and, and not be able to focus on school. You know, and I, I'm the, I'm the, I don't know if you have five sisters, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Four. And, and only sisters. Yeah, your family? Have four sisters. Okay, so I I have three sisters, so I completely get it. So you know, all of that. Talk about what it means to you, because again, I understand that as the only boy and having parents that have helped me like that. What does it mean to you and to your family, really, that, to be able to represent them in such a way, you know, and make them as proud as you? You've essentially let them know through your actions. I don't know if you feel this way, you know, that you're thanking them for everything you've done for me. That you know, I'm just not going to let my life pass me by. I'm going to help ensure that my family takes the next step forward for us in future generations i mean yeah. it's, it's a fantastic thing so you know what does that mean to you as a brother as a son as a, a future father or whatever it is what does that mean to you to be able to do that for your family it means a lot it means so much to me actually thank you for that question i just feel like um something especially in our culture and especially in, mm. in my house is is expressing gratitude that was something that's always helped me keep a positive mindset which is showing our gratitude no matter what for everything and um that's just something i wanted to sh express to my parents mm -hmm. because you know with everything that was going on in my life especially growing up and where i grew up my yeah. parents make sure that we had everything we needed and you know i just wanted to make sure i i was the best son that they could be proud of and that's something that i just wanted to show especially as a form of gratitude to them mm -hmm. um no matter what I do, I feel like I will always be able to help them no yeah. matter what happened, whether it's football, whether it's a law school or anything like that. I just know that whatever I want to do, I want to express my gratitude to my parents for um, taking risks and coming out yeah. to America and all of that stuff for us, especially for like their kids. And that's something that I don't um, take for granted, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, that's just really how I feel about it. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's fantastic. And obviously, I can tell by the way you're speaking about it, and the way you know, everything that you've accomplished that you really you back that up with your words. So that's awesome. So speaking of this family, this great family, do you have any plans for draft weekend? Are you going to be with them? Are you gonna be cooking up food all weekend? Are you just not gonna even watch the draft? What's happening draft weekend? Um, I'll probably just uh, hang out with a lot of my friends here. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm excited to see where I get my shot. If anything. Yeah. No, but, absolutely. Um, my my family has been very hands off. They're always <laughs> been hands off. Whatever I've yeah. done in my life, they've always been. Hey, I love we that. Trust you. You do it, and whatever goes down, we we got your back. So that's yeah. something that I'll probably just do. 
Oh, that's fantastic. And again, I, I completely relate to that. My parents just kind of supported me and guide me, let me do my own thing. And this, this podcast is not my life. Biology is my life, but they let me do whatever. And they trusted me no matter what path I took. So that's yeah. fantastic to hear. Okay. So you, let's say you have the option because now you've told me you have two teams, the chargers call the Rams call. If you had to pick where are you going? Oh, for sure. The chargers. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. I like that. No, All for right. sure. That's for sure. The chargers. <laughs> It's like, yeah, don't get me wrong. When I say I picked up a team, it's more like, hey, I'm repping LA. That's really it. Okay, but I gotcha. I'm always a big Chargers fan for sure. I always, I've always, uh, yeah, like my email has the name the Chargers in it. So everyone still laughs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, You're stuck I love then. the Chargers. I just, I just, I'm not a bandwagon. That's my problem. I just can't yeah. give up on them. So. Yeah, no, I completely understand. I think Chargers fans are some of the most diehard fans. The joke is that there aren't many of us, and maybe yeah, there aren't. But boy, are we diehard because only only fools or diehards would follow a team that consistently does not win the big one. But we do it, and yeah. we love it, and here we are. I love it, um, bro. I think that uh, my favorite memories of the Chargers was always like watching LT. I always oh, yeah. wanted to be a freaking running back. <laughs> I love watching LT, and I thought yeah. I was going to play running back. But uh, my size said I was going to play DN, so I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he would have been a bit of a big running back. I feel like a – not Josh Jacobs. Who's the who's the former Giants running back that was huge? Brendan uh, Jacobs? No, I'm more like Derrick Henry size. Like that's <laughs> Hey, that works, man. You know, if, if you can do that, uh, I'm all for it. All right, Uriah Lopaleatawa, thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate, appreciate hearing about so everything. Yeah, absolutely. You've had tremendous success. I wish you all the best moving forward. Guys, make sure you follow Uriah, excuse me, on Twitter. Uh, follow him along this whole draft process. Shout him hello, whatever, or or ignore him, whatever. All right, take care, guys. Uh, Thank bolt. you. Yeah, no problem.